Good morning. Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day. How are we all doing? Hey, 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 settle down, man. Uh, speaking of settling down, all right, babe. Look at you over Hello. there. In that Hello. big snazzy Hello, studio space. Oof. Nice. It's nice. It's nice and cool in here. Uh, so for the Graham's background gets busier and busier. Is there anything new in it? It's it's the same, same, right? Isn't it? I don't think. I mean, apart from the fact that I have a fan stood behind me and some stuff that was moved there, like a, uh, I've got a shirt on top of a bag. It's all the same, right? Is it not the same? Mm. Is it not the same? I think it is the same. Uh, hashtag cluttered. Hey, hey, I'm not the one. That's got a helmet full of snacks in my room. You wouldn't you wouldn't see any helmets and stuff in, in this room, right? Right, right. Somebody somebody use the uh wait, we could see a helmet right there sort of joke. Mm. Which which you have to use. It's like legal requirements these days. But anyway, welcome into twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Hi, there we go, back again. As mentioned, my name is Graham Day. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads in a true ice cream fashion. This is the scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. If we do say so. Even if we do say so ourselves. Yeah, nice. Uh, we are live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. So if you're in the chat, please feel free to get involved over the next hour or so because we're going to bring you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on those stories, but we want to hear your thoughts and impressions. And then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. That's kind of how the whole thing works. So please do feel free to get involved. And it's important that you do because we are live right now on Twitch, but the live stream gets turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube and an audio podcast on iTunes, and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. And there's lots of places where over 72 million people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand. It's not quite that much. It's near there, but not quite that much. So do feel free to get involved on behalf of those people. Before we go any further in the show, a couple of reminders. We are live right now with a scoop. We will be live again tonight, Chasing Crates with Mates. Our PUBG Wednesday evening stream will be taking place as normal, except from the fact that we will be starting about 90 minutes earlier. We'll be live from around 5 p.m. today, uh, as today is Logi Play. Um, we are Astro Partners, as you can see from my Astro gear behind me. Nice. Astro is owned by Logitech. Nice. And Logitech have a conference today. Um, we may or may not, be able to show you something uh, physically mm. from that conference. Um, we may or may not. We, it might it might turn up today. It might not. If it turns up, great. We'll probably get some pictures or something and share it. Or we'll just show you tomorrow in the studio. Um, so, yeah, do feel free to join us tonight. There is something new being announced. Um, and uh, we will be able to show you, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully it arrives in time. If not, we'll show you when it arrives anyway. But we'll stream that. Have a little bit of a chin wag uh, before we jump into some chasing crates. So do feel free to join us tonight. As well as that, obviously, if anyone wants to throw down a sub, in the next couple of weeks, we will do our... Is it? Is it? Is it two weeks? Let's see. We'll see what we're at. Uh, two two first, weeks. So yeah. Two weeks on the Monday just gone. So a week and a half, uh, we will be giving away uh, our next loot drop. Exclamation mark loot drop in the chat for those that don't know what that is. Basically, subscribers to the channel all get entered into a prize draw, and one subscriber every month bags themselves a prize. So do feel free if you've got any uh, any uh, primage sat laying around, or you think, you know, what? I've got a couple of quid that I absolutely don't need. I mean, we're in a recession, but you know, who who doesn't like throwing money away at channels that are <laughs> probably not worth it? Well, do feel free to throw that money at us, and we will take it. We absolutely will do. Definitely nice. Uh, before we go any further in, uh, into My the stream, name is Prime. Ask and you shall receive. Smithy, thank you very much for the Prime. Nice. Welcome in, dude. Uh, I didn't realise you were so close to us. Smithy is uh, uh, a guy that I've met through PUBG streams. We were chatting to him in West stream this morning. And Itani, 
All right, Treacle. That's back-to-back sub. Smithy with a prime and Itani <laughs> with a gifty as well to Bad Boy Tinker. Enjoy, Bad Boy Tinker. Thank you very much, Itani. Appreciate you being in this morning. Um, so, yeah, Smithy's, Smithy's local. Not only is he a, a PUBG streamer, but he's also from Manchester. So nice. Manchester. Let's go. Um, yes. Mr. Bib, are you ready yes. to talk video game news? Uh, do you know what? I genuinely can't wait. Well, we have a few stories to go through today. We will be talking about a new Iron Man game. That's fucking <laughs> exciting. I mean, this has been rumoured for a while. For those that may not have seen it, there has been a few leaks on this over the last couple of months pointing at EA creating an Iron Man game. It was announced yesterday. So that is the first story. We'll then jump into the the broadcast that we did tee up yesterday. Uh, and that was yesterday evening's GeForce Beyond stream. That was where the RTX 40 series graphics cards were going to be announced. We'll go through that. We'll then talk a little bit about FIFA, potentially, as it looks like Ted Lasso could be coming to FIFA 23, which is fucking... Imagine AFC Richmond did fucking... Oh, oh, oh. That's, that's a good career mode story if ever I've heard one. 100%. 100%. Fucking hell. Um, I mean, that's the journey you want. That's the journey you want. Forget, forget the player journey. What was it? Alex Hunter? No, you want Ted yeah, Lasso. That's it. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, let's go, baby. Uh, and then finally, we'll move on to a little bit of a conversation about Valve. Uh, picking up the pace with Stream Deck. Stream Decks? No, that's different. Steam Decks. That's something completely different. Uh... Let's jump into the split screen. Before we jump into the chat, though, let me see. Oh, he says Baby's at home. He's not at home. Uh, he's in the ICU. I'm actually in the studio, yeah. Nice. Uh, so JMK was in nice and early. Uh, exclamation mark time. The time is 11.13 and 43 seconds, which is basically 10 a.m.-ish. Nice. It is, exactly. Thank you very much for uh, dropping in early, JMK. Appreciate that. Chappers, it's happening. Although I can't actually see. I don't know why. Chrome doesn't have animated emotes anymore. So any emote that is animated, our oh hello, your it's happening emotes and stuff, just do not, just do not emote. They just do not animate, <laughs> should I say, in Chrome. So OBS runs with Chrome as its browser and yeah, fuck. Fuck's sake. Uh, out for a walk, so drop in a lurk. Thank you very much, Timeless. Appreciate it lurking. Graham's back. I've done that one. It's in my kitchen, but you wish your helmet was multi-purpose. I wish my helmet mm-hmm. was, was reasonable enough to have purpose, but there you go. Uh, new stuff? Nice. Exactly, exactly. It's a direct drive sim wheel from Logitech. Or if it's a direct drive sim wheel from Logitech, I'm interested. I don't actually know what it is because it mm-hmm. hasn't arrived and they haven't told us. All they said was we can't show it on stream before 5 p.m. So we don't know what it is. If it arrives, we still can't show it until uh, later on. Um, so I don't actually know. It could be. It might not be. <laughs> I don't know. Exclamation mm. uh, about drop. Thank you very much, JMK. Put a good word in for me for the 4090, thanks. I'll <laughs> 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 put a good word in for me as well, mate. Me. Yeah. I mean, I'm still running a 1080. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I say that as if I'm like, out of date. It's a 1080Ti, which if you look at the benchmarks, it still punches above its weight. It doesn't have RTX, but it still punches. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I wanted one, but uh, I'm not sure I'm ready to jump into the uh, 40 series yet, and we'll jump about that in just a sec. For now, though, we will start off by talking about a new game from the Marvel Universe. Bib? Yes. Did you see anything on Iron Man yesterday? I saw your tweet, in, uh, your post in the Discord. Didn't see much more else because I wanted to save. I, I like to save these things for the scoop. Genuinely, I, I try to put off as much video game news. Unless it's something that's being shoved in my face, I tend to keep big announcements like this 
ready and away so I can come into the scoop nice and fresh in the morning. That's literally exactly the same as me. So I, I haven't read this. I saw the headline, I quoted the tweet, and I left it at that. I don't know if there's much more. That might be it. That might be all we have. Uh, but for something like the uh, the NVIDIA Beyond uh, sort of conference, the GeForce Beyond one, I did watch that stream. So I had a bit more information because I feel I, I need the background for that. But for something like Iron yeah. Man, which is emotive for me, I was like, nope, nope. We're going in dry. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, on that bombshell, uh, Tom Phillips at Eurogame has the first story. EA confirms Iron Man's single-player game in the works from Star Wars Squadron Studio Motive. Uh, so EA has confirmed it is developing a single-player, third-person action-adventure Iron Man game as part of a new collaboration between it and Marvel for, quote, several new projects uh the game which is yet to be titled is in the works at star wars squadron studio motive which is also developing the upcoming dead space remake the project still seems some way off and uh, ea lists it as in pre-production as with other recent early announcements the confirmation appears to have been made to spur recruitment on the game and also follows earlier whispers of its uh, existence developers working on the project include executive producer oliver who previously worked on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy for Square Enix alongside Mass Effect veteran Ian Frazier. A press release today promised an original story that, quote, taps into the rich history of Iron Man, channeling the complexity, charisma, and creative genius of Tony Stark and enabling players to feel what it's like to truly play as Iron Man, end quote. Earlier reports suggested several Marvel games were now in the works at EA, including Iron Man and Black Panther projects. There's also a Wolverine game in the works at Sony's uh, Insomniac Studios, but we can leave that there. Actually, there's one more quote on it. I thought it was going into the Insomniac stuff. We'll jump into the last quote then. Quotes! We are thrilled to collaborate with a talented team at Motor Studio to bring their original vision of one of Marvel's most important, powerful, and beloved characters. Marvel Games, Bill Roseman said today, their experience delivering both established entertainment words and thrilling gameplay, combined with their authentic passion for, armored, uh, for the armored icon, will fuel our quest to deliver a love letter to a legendary hero in the form of the ultimate Iron Man video game. Ooh, mm. spicy me at the ball. Uh, I mean, literally, you can see Iron Man's legs behind me, and there's an Iron Man helmet. You could probably just about <laughs> see the chin of it there. Nice. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. But, but before I start talking, Bip. Yes. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. With this being a game, and obviously away from the film so you immediately put the original cast of any of the marvel films into it so you'd expect to see robert downey jr as iron man obviously that isn't going to be the case and i didn't think it would work for guardians of the galaxy but it absolutely did after about 20 minutes of playing you realize that it's actually not chris pratt um as star lord is someone completely different doesn't even look like him but you forget about that about 20 minutes into it so i always thought that that would be hard to get my head around but it genuinely isn't so i didn't uh, this isn't even a concern now in my opinion as to what you would come to expect from this again with the the character itself it's all going to come down to great storytelling and i hope that this game does have that because that's something that obviously guardians had in abundance it still had its humor that you come to expect from the films and the comics um so yeah i I hope that this is going to take a page out of that book and we and we get something that's cool but not only that, it comes down to the flying mechanics as well. Like, is it going to be, it's not going to be like Spider-Man where you're going to be flying around the city and stuff like that. I can't see that being the case. I think it's just going to be quite linear. I can't see it being an open world game. Can you? 
I kind of feel like it needs it. It needs to be. I mean, it might not be. It might not be. It might be. I mean, we're talking EA. Um, EA's last game that I would attribute to being similar to this, obviously a Disney game that's that's taking something and building on it, um, is Jedi Fallen Order. That's the closest mm-hmm. I would say. Big blockbuster title where they're making a new story. The difference is they're, they're, they're not going with Cal Kestis and creating a new arc in the Star Wars universe. They're going with Iron Man. Tony Stark and building a new arc in the Iron Man universe. Yeah. Pe- people come in with those preconceptions, like you say. There's always going to be the Robert, Robert Downey Jr. vibe. And when, whenever you play, like, if you play Marvel's Avengers from Square Enix and you see, you see, like, Timmy Stark, like, in his Iron Man suit, and it's like, that's not Tony Stark. Who is this Timmy Stark guy? It's like Poundland Tony Stark. And you can't get away from that. There will always be hints of that. Um, but I feel like. If a character has enough quality personality, uh, quality writing, and quality an- animation, that dissipates. Like you said, like yeah. like Guardians was different. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, not the greatest game. Not it's not as it's not as bad as you kind of led to believe overall. It's better, yeah, than it was. Um, but but it's. It's not quite as good as Guardians. It's not as good as Guardians of the Galaxy in, in most people's opinions. Um, and hopefully, we get more of that element from here. EA, I hope they bring some big storytelling. But I, for mm-hmm. me, I feel like they need to look at what they've done with Jedi Fallen Order, and they made the lightsaber part of that good, fun to use. It wasn't the, the best. I mean, Fortnite's lightsaber stuff was a lot better, but we'll, we'll, we'll that for another day. <laughs> um, it was good. It. it the fact that you could customize your lightsabers and there was different ways of fighting and, and so it was okay. It wasn't the most in-depth, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas um in Spider-Man and Miles Morales, um the games on the on PlayStation, they realized that okay, combat and uh the way that you traverse the city is is the biggest thing. The story is also big. We at Insomniac need to nail the story. But the story is is almost incidental. I know it's not. That's what you're playing it for. But you are spending more time traversing than you are actually following the story. You will just see little gangs of dudes that you can beat the shit out of on the street as a side mission if you want to. So we need to make that fun. We need to make the fact that you can just drop in from the sky, kick the shit out of a few people, disappear and, and, and drop back again and get someone else. You don't have to. Once you hit the floor, it's a bit of a chore to get back up off the floor. As we'd had with previous Spider-Man games, it, it was almost like there was a weird glass ceiling that you stuck your web to. You could take off from anywhere, but also it was difficult to get off the ground and a lot of them you'd have to run up the wall get high enough jump so that you got enough a bit of speed and, and it's just chores you're playing with a superhero you don't you you want to sacrifice some realism to get to the point of just being that super guy um and having that with iron man if it if it just turned out that oh look you get to do a little bit of flying you stand there with your hands down at your sides going and then okay you land on the floor and you just punchy punchy kick and using your repulsive blaster jobby things um i don't feel that's enough I feel like you then are putting yourself entirely up mm-hmm. against Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man in the MCU. If you don't bring something, what's the word, mechanically to to the table, if you don't bring something mechanic, mechanically to represent Iron Man and the way that he flies and fully feel that, then you are resting on the story. Yeah. And, and it's going to take anyone, anyone, an, an absolute feck ton of effort to put their story against, let alone the MCU story, Robert Downey Jr.'s acting in the MCU story. Mm-hmm. You're always going to fail because people have got 25 years of emotive history there. 
so you then get Motive versus Emotive, and I don't think Motive want to take that fight on. So for me, they have to give us a little bit of... I say a little bit of... They have to give us a lot of, of what makes Iron Man Iron Man. The, the flying around in the suit, the full Jarvis experience, probably jumping in from third person to first person at times, so you've got the heads-up display and, and all mm. that sort of stuff. I feel like we need all of these options built in for me to, to properly capture an Iron Man game. Who was it that made the, uh, the Iron Man VR game? Was that EA? I can't remember who made that. Because if it is... You know, the, the first thing that comes to my head is Bioware, but I, don't, I really don't think it is. Iron Man VR game uh, was made by Camouflage and Darkwind Media. So yeah, not... Yeah, not, no idea where I got that from. Uh, published by Sony, obviously. But no, I thought, I thought maybe EA would have had a bit in that. I, I feel like they need to look at that, though. Um, not necessarily rip it off, but the Iron Man VR game um, obviously didn't do the most successful because it was a PSVR and not a lot of people have had it and 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 even me as a PlayStation player was a big Iron Man fan. I've not played Iron Man VR um just because of the chore of actually going out to access it. But I feel like we need some of those VR elements. We don't need to be actually in VR or even AR, but we need to get some of that vibe, some of that being in the suit vibe, some of the actually playing it and using it. I feel like they need to build some of that into the gameplay rather than it just resting on the story. It's difficult not to kind of, kind of come across as a bit of a gimmick, though. That's my, that's the only issue I've got with it. If you end up going into first person and stuff while you're in the suit, I I don't know if that's just going to be a bit odd. I mean, it can be, and and overwhelmingly that will probably be the case for a lot of games in history, but. Uh, using Spider-Man as the barometer again, you will drop down from the sky. You'll get into a fight with a bunch of people. And then when you get enough, um, I can't remember, the, oh, we'll just say charge. When you get enough charge built up, you can do special moves. And those special moves are like cut scene sort of moments. It only last a couple of seconds, mm -hmm. so they don't properly disconnect you from the fight. Um, and that could be quite tacky with the way it's done in terms of like, oh, great, look, another gimmick. But there was so much variety and they all linked from one to the other so smoothly that um, that Spider-Man took what could be a gimmick and that is what made it into the perfect game. The same with the traversing around the city. The fact that you're not just grabbing hold of a web and flying around, that you yeah. can grab hold of the web, fly around, you can jump off, you can do, like, there's multiple different jumps. You can, like, just backflip, forward flip, and then in Miles Morales, they took that a step further, where you, you're like, it's almost like Tony Hawk. You can fucking kick, flip, and twist your way through the fucking the city whilst you're on, <laughs> like, in mid-jumps kind of stuff, because they realise we need to add a little bit of variety into this. And they, they also, on that kind of stuff, to the point where Insomniac paid it that much detail, You, if you play as Spider-Man, you fly around mm. and you've got all of this web and your body's all sleek and defined, and you're jumping and you're flipping, nice! But when you play as Miles Morales, who's, like... Spider-Man in training, effectively, he's you can see things like the way he swings, like he holds on to the to the web with one hand, and, and it's almost like imagine if you had had all the rope and your body was just rotating round, kind of like oh shit, <laughs> the shit like that. Like it doesn't impact on the game, but you get the sense of different characters. You feel yeah. you feel that person. I feel like down to that sort of minutia, that is where we need EA Motive to be. 
we need them to bring. Okay, this is Iron Man. This is his suit. You're not going to spend all of your time inside the suit because it's not a first-person game. It's not a VR game. But we need to show that there is some functions. Maybe it's maybe it's activating a certain weapon or a, a kill streak or a charge move or whatever that you do switch and you drop into the suit and you get to see stuff like that or, or whatever. As those bits. They need to be used tastefully, like you say, because if it's just gimmicks, then then it's it's what it's what most plays on the comic book world is in media. That's not yeah. the MCU. Well, they know that they've got the world's eyes on this, which is obviously that if that doesn't spur them on to try and do well, then I don't know what because the amount of money that EA are going to be pumping into this, we're obviously buying the rights to for Iron Man as well. They need to do a good job of it, especially because this could potentially lead them to something where they end up having sequels like with the Spider-Man uh, games in terms of Spider-Man 1 and 2 coming out and then Miles Morales as well. So they, they, they've got foundations to potentially make this into a nice little series, maybe have another game alongside this that they can start to tag in very much like they did with the MCU universe. So they've got a lot of things to try and look after and they've got a lot of plates to spin. I do believe that they will end up coming up with the goods though. I've got every faith that this is going to be a very, very good game. It might it might not be the, the greatest game. It, not, it might not be a, a 10 out of 10. It might not even be a 9 out of 10, but a 7 or 8 I think would be definitely in their, in their remit easily. Um, Tito just drops in and says, Good morning, Graham. Good morning, Mike. Oh, you're talking about Spider-Man. Yeah. See you later. It's Mike. And then JMK says, it's Mike Wazowski. Um, and he says, it's, and it's not Anthem. Uh, but he's, he said something that, which I was actually just about to say the opposite of. Uh, timing is weird. Iron Man is no longer in the ICU. He means the MCU, but he's just, he's just a big fan. Nice. No, it's all right, Tito. We appreciate it. Love you too. Um, yeah, the fact that Iron Man is no longer in the MCU is a little bit weird, but it's also not because that's a positive and a negative. The fact he's not on the screen means that you're missing out like it's like surely you want tom holland spider-man to be your character if you want anyone right now that's the one you want obviously there's, there's conversations about whether he actually will continue and, and whatever okay okay you want uh, thor or whoever then because they're the front and center the other thing though is is tony stark aka robert downey jr's iron man lives on in the mcu despite not being alive obviously he's, he's been mentioned in probably mm-hmm. every marvel film since <laughs> uh, in some way shape or form so his rep- reputation will still live on. So he will still be there. It will still probably get name checked. People, will, it will still be a part of it. Obviously, anyone with a Disney Plus subscription, you watch one Marvel Cinematic Universe film, then you'll get hammered with adverts for all the rest of them. So you will still see it. But they also have the freedom to not be tied down by what's happening with that as well. So some of those, um, What's the the phrase I want to look at? Let's say some of those barriers for using Tony Stark. It's like mm, that's not that's not Robert Downey Jr. Mm, is his yeah. beard? You've gone for a nice quirky beard, but it's not the one that Robert Downey Jr. has. Uh, okay, that's a cool air quote, but it doesn't look quite like Robert Downey Jr. Those like attachments start to to, to to fade and sever, so that you can start to do a little bit more. So in that sense, it's actually probably not a bad thing because you've yeah. got the rich history of the MCU without the restrictions or or the links. You want some links, but not all of them. So it might actually work. Because obviously we, we spoke about Guardians. I remember watching the Guardians trailer um, at E3 Gamescom last year, year before, which was shit because mm-hmm. we watched it without the music. Uh, when you watch it with the music, 
it it actually did a lot of the heavy lifting. But the reason it was shit because it didn't have the music was because we were watching Starlard, not Star Lord, and we were watching like not Drax, it was Drox and and yeah. Gamora and and Racket and Grot, all these characters that they look like what they're supposed to be. It's like Robert Cop again. It's that conversation again. Didn't look quite right. But when you got the music and you got to feel the characters and lifted yeah. it away from it, so Iron Man not being part of the MCU, not being the the tentpole of the MCU, is probably useful for EA at this point in time. So yeah. yeah. I think I think it's good good for them. Good, good for them. Well, the best thing that the Guardians did as well to try and bridge that gap a little bit is to uh, find the the clothing that's within the game so that you can make them look like a particular edition of a catalog or the, one of the many films that they've been in, um, just to try and bring what people's perception of that character character to be within the game as well, which was quite cool. Um, sorry, I was I was. Disco light in there while you were making a point. Then I apologise because Grafters Rune just redeemed Disco lights in the chat. So if anyone wonder why my lights <laughs> just started raving, that's why. That's why. Sean Michael Dunn, thank you for the follow just a second ago. I appreciate that, dude. Grafters Rune, welcome back, dude. Um, completely off topic. Uh, off topic, but ha- have Astro mentioned any new A fifties coming soon? Not yet. Uh, not that they're not, or not that they are. They haven't mentioned it yet, so I don't know if that is the case. I would expect them, but I actually don't know. Um, so. Yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. Um, so yeah, yeah. If we find out anything, I will let you know. I am actually interested in some some A50s. I would I would like to try mm-hmm. some A50s. Um, so I, I would especially like if they were making some new gen A50s, but don't know, don't know. Uh, let me jump back through the comments. Put uh, put. Oh, no, I've done that one from Itani. My stream deck has been shipped, Brev. Nice, nice. I really, really, really want one. Uh, I really want one. Don't need one, but I want one. Yeah, we've got a Steel Series, not Steel Series. I've just seen a comment from Grafters Room, which just absolutely earwormed me. <laughs> or head, headwormed me. I don't even know what you call that. So we've got a Steam Deck, not Steel Series, article coming at the end of the show. So we were talking about Steam Decks just before we went live. But we'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. We'll jump back on that one. Um, uh, absolutely. So I can't show it on screen, but what about in Discord? I will show you my helmet later on, Chappers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, where did we get to? We comp on. Oh, no, I've done that one. Uh, it's Grapham and Bobby. Yeah, exactly. If we get if we get Timmy Stork and and Drox and Stolard and all that, we'll be Grapham and Bobby. Feck <laughs> off, autocorrect. I meant to type Bibby, not Bobby. Mm. <laughs> uh, Steel series are going mental. I'm just expecting new A50 soon. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know what what Astro's release cycle is in that sort of sense because we've had we're on like Gen I always forget Gen four or Gen five of the year forties, um, which is what we've got the newest Gen here, uh, and and mm-hmm. Bibi same, and then sat next to him just 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 there as you can see we've got so we've got those, um, we've just had A tens uh, released in, as Gen two. So they are working. So we've we've got a new gen of A40s and a new gen of A10s out. So I would expect A50s to not be far away. But I don't actually know that as any sort of insider. That's just me as an Astro headset fan, not not necessarily as an Astro partner. That's me as an Astro headset fan saying within 12 months, I would expect that. But then again, I'd have probably expected them already. Um, I wonder if the, uh, the change from audio outputs from the last gen to the current gen the lack of 
display, uh, dig- I don't know what they're called, the digital optical ports. So optical ports, that's it, audio out. Um, so the, the lack of those on consoles and having to use splitters and things like that has been a bit of an issue. So I wonder if they're work- looking at ways of building that stuff in or trying to fix that stuff software-wise or whatever. I don't actually know. Um, I know there was conversations about headset manufacturers and first parties so sony's and xbox working together to try find solutions to get around the fact that there's no digital optical ports uh but yeah i'm not sure not sure um okay speaking about hardware let's use that as a jumping off point so ea motive have confirmed that an iron man game is in the works i am mm. pretty moist at that fact i was also pretty moist at the idea of getting myself a new RTX 40 series graphics card. Ooh. And then I watched the stream. Not so much. Uh, we'll talk mm-hmm. through it now, though. Jordan Midler at VGC says, GeForce RTX 40 series GPUs have been revealed two to four times faster than the 3090 Ti. Four times the speed of 3090 Ti. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Sounds sounds too good to be true. Well, it kind of is, because there's issues when it comes to all sorts of stuff. But we'll jump into it. So the 40 Series cards will be released in three SKUs from $899 to $1,599. Remember those figures. $899. Okay, is the starting point. NVIDIA has announced that the latest generation of its graphics cards, headlined by the NVIDIA RTX 4090, uh, the card which it's claimed runs Microsoft Flight Simulator at two to four times the speed of the highest tier 3090 card, will retail... For $1,600. That's $1,599. Uh, the card will be released on October the 12th. Uh, the RTX 4080 will release in November in two SKUs. A 16 gig... Uh, excuse me one second. I'm going to burp. Yeah, beep. Burp. Nice. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I, w- I won't read out all the letters. I'll just... I'll just there's a 16 gig version which will retail for $1,199 and a 12 gig version which will cost $899. The new cards are powered by Ada Lovelace, the new generation of RTX tech. It's designed to substantially improve ray tracing, uh, ray trace lighting in games in th- uh, thanks to its use of DLSS3. DLSS is an AI-powered performance multiplier that can be up to four times the performance of brute force rendering, according to NVIDIA. The tech is coming to the world's most popular game engines, such as Unity and Unreal Engine. DLSS3 is the latest iteration of the company's critically acclaimed deep learning super sampling technology, and introduces a new capability called optical multi-frame generation. Optical multi-frame generation generates entirely new frames rather than just pixels delivering astounding performance boosts, according to NVIDIA. Because DLSS frame generation executes as a post-process on the GPU, it can boost frame rates even when the game is bottlenecked by the CPU, the company claims. Uh, it's also been announced on the fo- uh, that the following 35 games or applications will support the tech at launch. Let's scroll down. Nope, there is no PUBG Battlegrounds in there. Fire! <laughs> okay. Not that I'll play on my PC anyway. Finally, NVIDIA announced Portal RTX, an official mod for the Valve puzzle game made using RTX Remix. I'll stop there because we're not going to jump into the uh, Portal RTX bit, but there is a big old list here of games that will use DLSS support uh, that will support DLSS 3, uh, which will obviously be hand in hand with the new 40 series GPUs. Did you watch this stream at all yesterday, babe? Uh, I did not. It was on as I was commuting home, so oh, yes. I didn't really catch up with it either. Um, I don't really know much about. We've lost the bib to particular oh, websites. Oh, he's back. He's back. We uh, we did. We got. I don't really know much about, and then it kind of cut off. 
All right, okay. Yeah, we are um, having our internet updated in the studio today. Um, so, so that's why it might cut out. Um, but anyway, I don't really know much about graphics cards. Uh, I can't sit here and pretend that I know exactly what every single number and provider of the graphics card is. What I usually do is if I want to, if I'm in the market for a new graphics card, I'll go onto a website, compare the one that I've got to the one that I potentially want, and then it lists the games that you commonly, you can put in the name of the games that you commonly play, and it'll tell you if you can play them at ultra, high, what uh, frame rate you can achieve with all of that stuff. That's how I usually work it out. That's as much knowledge as I can get for this. This is all meaningless. I just know that the prices that are high are obviously better than the ones that aren't, which any anyone can work that out for themselves. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, these are way out of my price range. I will not be updating my graphics card on my PC for forever. It's like four years old now. Um, I can still play games on high. I'm not bothered about anything like that. I can still record gameplay for reviews or whatever that we need to do. I'm happy with what I've got until it probably dies and I have to buy a new one or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, these are really expensive. And yeah, I don't think I'll be getting any anytime soon. Yeah, I went from being massively hyped about this to the point where I've I've pretty much had Nvidia stream on for the they had like a forty eight hour build up. I had mm-hmm. it. I checked in occasionally in the uh, first twenty four hours of that, and then the last few hours whilst we were in the office, I had it on my second screen so that I could see that it was coming, and and then that way it would start speaking and I'd hear the, the broadcast start when it would start, so I didn't miss it. Um, I was hyped. Because last year, let me give you a bit of context for those that don't know. Um, there's usually a bunch of different graphics cards. Uh, a few a few years back, we had the 10 series, then the 20 series, then the 30 series. We're now on the 40 series. Okay, that's logic. Um, the, the numbers at the end of the graphics cards usually relate to their power. So if you've got the 30 series, they've got a 3070, 80, and 90. Let's just, there's obviously other versions, but we'll keep it there. That's basically good, better, best. Uh, then, to make it a little bit more complex, they release the titanium versions, the TI mm-hmm. versions. So you get a 3080 TI and a 3090 TI, which are the better versions. Uh, it's, like, it's like a mid-season upgrade, like an iPhone 3G and then the 3GS. That's their, that's their S, the TI. So we got the, last year, we got the 3080s uh, and the 3090s and the TIs and all that. But the 3080 was was a massive powerhouse of a graphics card that built hugely on the year before and came in at $599 or $699 yeah. or something like that, which was ridiculously cheap. For, for what it could deliver, it was basically doing what 2090 TIs were doing for, for a fraction of the price. Those graphics cards were two to three grand-ish at the time, and that came in at a, a, a retail price of 600 quid tops. Dollars. So it should be cheaper in pounds. Obviously, that's great. Um, so looking at that this year, I'm thinking, well, of NVIDIA aren't, aren't the bad people. It's it's the market that makes graphic cards super expensive. NVIDIA are clearly the good people. Or so we thought, until we uh. get to the point where yesterday, I went from being super hyped about it to listening to... Um, like reading articles and, and listening to comments from like David and so on that had shared things that NVIDIA apparently, and I'd, I haven't seen this myself, so feel free to take this with a pinch. Apparently were, there is evidence, I haven't seen this myself, that suggests that they on a call were talking about artili- artificially inflating the price of the 30 series graphics cards to keep the price high um, to ensure that they could charge even more 
for the 40 series graphics cards, which made me think, okay, well, these, are, these cards are probably going to be a little bit more expensive then. So when the stream comes along, we get this situation. This is a tweet that I put out yesterday. Uh, so this is the graphics card, NVIDIA GeForce RTX 4080. It's two to four times faster than a 3080 Ti. Um, so you can get the 16 gig version at 1199, or you can get the 12 gig version at 899. So $899 should be less than 899 pounds. So, okay, nice. But when you actually look at the maths, the 3080 starts at 899 is what NVIDIA says. Me, okay, converting that, that's 790 pounds. But UK retailers are looking at £950. That price won't just be on the UK retailers as well. That'll be something that NVIDIA influences. Um, I mean, obviously, that's RRP, uh, the 899, so retailers can move that price around, but you actually don't feel that that will be all on the retailers there. Plus, they didn't have a 3070, a, th a 4070, a 4080, and a 4090. They had two versions of the 4080. Basically, because if they call one a 4070, they, they have to drop the price in it. So their basic one is now not a 4070. It's just two versions of the 4080 <laughs> with the price pushed up. Yay! So they're artificially inflating markets. Their bottom end doesn't have the same name as it's had in previous generations, so they can push the price up on that. And anyone that's not in NA, anyone that's paying European prices, have Europe tax on it for no apparent reason too. So I was super excited about this, but massively disappointed by how it actually crumbled so that that was a very tasty cookie that just crumbled like fuck so yeah i mean they are Bastards. obscene if you watch the um the stream back the the quality of uh output that they can have it's any sort of tech demonstration there's a lot of sales that goes into it but they are they are horrendously good in terms of what they can deliver but they are horrendously overpriced and the fact that nvidia are uh adjusting the price of 30 series graphics cards and adjusting the naming uh, specifications of the 40 series graphics cards so they can adjust the price that customers pay in a pandemic slash uh, fucking financial recession is, is just is just bullshit. So with buying a graphics card like this, though, does it not mean that you have to upgrade other elements of your PC as well? So you might have to put PSU. a bigger... Yeah, PSU in. You might have to get a faster bit, a faster CPU to be able to cope with it, and then more RAM to cope with the demand of that. Like, I mean, it, you, it you, feels like it's a very slippery slope. You'd feel like you, you, you it wouldn't just be nine hundred pound that you're paying for the GPU. You'd have to spend money elsewhere as well to make sure that it doesn't burn out, it doesn't kill your PC, it doesn't short. All I mean, of these other things as well. You don't necessarily have to upgrade your RAM and uh, CPU as you go in. The biggest thing that you will probably need, though, is a PSU. Um, and if anyone doesn't know what the difference is, your RAM is your internal memory. You basically allows your computer to do multiple things at once. Your GPU is your graphics card, which is what we're talking about. That controls how pretty things look on your screen. Uh, uh, your CPU is kind of like your central brain that's putting everything together. And then your PSU is your power supply unit, which is just basically the battery, the power source. But because the, the 4090, like for me on a 1080, I'm not sure if my PSU, I can't remember what I've got in mind, to be fair. Um, I'm not sure if my PSU, which is strong enough to power a 1080, would be strong enough to power a 4080. So I might need to upgrade my PSU, uh, which is not the most expensive component on a PC, but it's still uh, another yeah. thing to upgrade. But the biggest thing, and biggest is the operative word here, is the fucking card. They are huge. So a lot of people yeah. will buy them and realize I actually can't house this inside my PC case without adjusting the entire PC case or having to buy something bigger because they're, uh, they are just 
massive. They are massive. Yeah. Um, you can get them external graphics card holders, can't you? Which I think might be the best way for most people because there is no way this would fit in my case. I'd feel like it'd be... I know you'd bolt it in and secure it, but I feel like it'd start to bend my motherboard. I was going to grab... I've got over there, I've got an external graphics card holder. It's called Sellotape, but I'm not going to grab hold of it. So, yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> like sellotape around the outside of the box. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So let me bring this up on the screen as well. Um, so we've seen the prices already: eleven nine nine and eight nine nine in dollars. This is a tweet from a, a brand that I actually vouch for generally. Uh, PC specialist. Uh, we aren't partnered with them. They did sort. Uh, so the PC I have is from PC specialist, and I got that at mates rates, um, which is why I'm happy to vouch for them. Uh, but not necessarily partnered with them, but look at this. So the GeForce RTX 4090 is £1,679. So that's not too far away. But when you get to the bottom end, so 1199 is one two. I mean, actually, that, that is because it's more than it would. I think it was like, what was it, 1599 Anyway, do you know, I'll leave the 4090 alone. So we were looking at $1,199 is one two six nine. So it costs... On list price, it costs seventy more, and then you get the conversion difference as well. On 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 the smaller version, it costs fifty more on list price, dollars to pounds, but then you've got the conversion elements as well. So these are confirmed retail prices. This is just not. It's just not good. I mean, they are beastly bits of kit, but like Tito says, capitalism, yay! Because why not? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a shame. It's a shame that that. They are capitalizing as much. It's it's just not good. Just not good. Smithy says, I'm so glad I got my 3060 when I did. Uh, I mean, I think if people, I mean, after, because they're all going to sell out. They always do. The first couple of months, they will sell out. If people do not go rushing out to buy them, then the prices of graf uh, graphics cards can drop. NVIDIA are sitting on the fact that they've had uh, the pandemic, uh, the um, semiconductor shortage, and supply and demand has been massively in their favor uh, throughout the last two to three years. But um, there is an excess of 30 series graphics cards currently. And if that excess remains and continues into the 40 series of graphics cards, we either will see a price drop or some heavy undercutting to get rid of SKUs of old sister old graphics cards or it could impact uh mid mid generation discounts on the 40 series graphics cards or it could make the 50 series graphics cards drop hopefully i mean it's, it's going to be a long game basically what i would say is sit and wait for an opportune moment i wouldn't be surprised if we do get some discounts on 30 series graphics cards um within the next six months so that's what i'm going to go for 40 series is now off the table for me they've they've I'm not mm -hmm. interested. They've they've played their hand badly for me. I'm not interested now. I would. Well, I mean, even the thirty it. series, you're going to end up getting a long, long, a long, a long life out of those, aren't you? Even if you was to get one now, you're still looking at like future proofing yourself at least for the next three or four years, easily, if not longer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at my 1080, I'm on my fifth year. Uh, so yeah. So if I could get a 38, I mean, I was looking at 3080, but if the price drops put a 3080 Ti into my price mm -hmm. range, then, ooh, okay, well, that's probably another five years worth of graphics card there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the one that you've got now, oh, that can't be right. Yeah, so the 30 series then, that would be similar to what you're getting performance-wise from your next-gen consoles? Um, I, I believe it's more, but I don't actually know how PC components stack to, to console yeah. and stuff anymore because it used to be a case of console would go ahead 
then PC would push back in front, and then the next gen console will go ahead, and then PC would push back in front. But now I think PCs, if you playing it top end, will just shit all over the output. I'm I'm pretty sure a thirty eighty could do more than a than a console could. Yeah, um, I've what? just got a message to say that the internet's going to be going off again for about like ten to fifteen minutes anytime now. Okay, if if that does happen, then I'll just I'll just fly solo for the year. Yeah. The rest okay. Of the no problems. I, I'm I'm in the call anyway, so I'll live. I'll abruptly bought back on screen, preferably with pants on. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> PC's just always ahead now. Yeah, exactly. I thought that'd be the case. I I I, I stopped looking at the uh, the comparisons because you just got the uh, the uh, the console warface and the PC master race sort of conversations. When when in reality, consumer PCs are machines now anyway let me jump back up dizzy penguin uh, says any recommendations for a pc or laptop just to watch my stream on and use stream labs and stream elements want to take my stream into a better level at the moment using my phone honestly mate i can't really recommend a specific laptop or pc um mm-hmm. especially if you're looking at something pc if you want something custom <laughs> the only way i would describe that or recommend anything for that is figure out what your budget is first and then buy whatever you can afford at the top end of that budget. Because a lot of people will often go, well, I've got 500 quid, and I realize that I can get this 1080 Ti PC at 500 quid, but I can get one that's a 1070 Ti that's almost as good for 400 quid, uh, and, and I'll save myself 100 quid then. It's like, well, do you need to save the 100 quid? Because if you do, then save the 100 quid. If you don't, then... The more you put in, the longer it will last. So my PC is mm-hmm. a good 1080 Ti that's lasted me for five years. I've not had to buy anything else for it for five years, which was a good investment. Um, it's so, on every day. Yeah. And you work, you use it to work as well. Like it's not just, just to play games. It's on eight hours a day, uh, pretty much every single day. So you definitely get your money's worth out of it. It's on like 25 hours a day. No. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's quick maths. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's yeah, not like I, a games console, is it? Where it's on for maybe four hours every other day, and that's moderate gaming, not someone who's playing it every single day. Like, your lifespan of your PC surely is shorter than a, a, a console. Yeah, exactly. It's running five screens at the moment, plus my Stream Deck, plus my, my keyboard, uh, plus my Logitech, uh, Logitech speaker system, which is not spawned, by the way. Poor that bad boy. Uh, uh, my Stream Deck pedal, all this other stuff is running through it. So I would say it's it's kind of a weird way to say it, but spend it's always it's the spend whatever you can afford. But no, I would say mm-hmm. if you have a budget and you are comfortable spending the top line and that you have some top line decisions about, I could sh- shave a little bit off. Yeah, spend whatever you can to get the best out of it. But that's yeah. that's the only way I, I can really say. It. I know it's it's kind of a not really an answer, but it's the only real real answer. Yeah, there'll be websites where people have done like if people who are moving from console to PC streaming, there'll be millions of articles out there, quite modern ones as well, where people are doing comparisons. They'll be like good, better, best, and then it'll be like give you a budget of this is what you can get for five hundred quid. This is what you can get for eight hundred quid, and scale it up to to what you want. We've probably uh, hyperlinks to Amazon where they'll get a kickback and stuff. So it's definitely worth doing the doing the research. Because you'll 100% be able to pick up, not necessarily a bargain, but a solid price, for, re- especially for what you want. There's a really good site for people that um, have a bit more awareness than me, um, which I can't remember. It's like, I want to say part picker or whatever. And you can 
choose like to build your PC and it will tell you where what the cheapest price is for each of them components. You buy them all individually and you build it. I didn't want to do that. I wanted a pre-built, so I got a PC specialist one. I did choose what I wanted in it, but I got them to build it for me because I didn't want Absolutely. to fuck it up. Uh, yeah. I know it. I know I've it. just got the 60 second countdown, by the way, so I will, I will vacate your screens any moment now. I'll read. I'll read. So yeah, um, that's that's your options. If you if you feel comfortable building it, will be cheaper. But you can also get pre-built good ones rather than just your off the shelf. This is exactly what you will have to buy as well. Uh, good brands to look at are Scan. Um, they've got their own computer manufacturers, Fierce PC, uh, PC Specialist, and and probably many many others out there as well. So. Um, Feel free to look into them. And there'll be a number of creator codes as well, as well, that will probably save you a little bit of cash on those two. Uh something that has oh gone. Chat's gone. Oh, Bib's still there as well. Nice. Uh something that has a, a 10 or low end 20 series card in it. Yeah, exactly. A 10 series or a 20 series graphics card. Nice. Uh, it should be more than enough for, for using it for a stream setup. Uh I ain't got a clue what this is because I'm fairly new to streaming. Um yeah, well, exclamation mark Discord, Dizzy. I don't know if you've got Discord. We do have a tech uh, channel in our Discord. So if you've got any questions and stuff like that off stream, we can throw your links and stuff there anyway. So do feel free to jump in there. Uh, Google NVIDIA PC, uh, GPU PCs then look for graphics cards that begin with either 10 or 20. Uh, my 3060 will run uh, iRacing on high end at 200 FPS and my Series X is unable to, to run it even at low end. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bibi just going for a coffee break, really. Nah, nah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. It's a cup of tea at this time of day, obviously. Absolutely. Graham knows. They they won't port it, uh, which, oh, which is why they won't port it to console, yeah. Uh, my shit is four years old uh, that shit's on uh, for like, that shit's on for like 18 hours a day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's on it. Full-time content creator, uh, which is pretty much an always-on job. And he's had his PC for four years. So that, I wouldn't necessarily say get yourself skin. I wouldn't necessarily say spend thousands and, and overreach. Just spend on what you can afford, but make sure it, what you can afford is, is is the best that you can afford. Don't try skimp, because if you skimp now, you will pay for it later on, is the gist. Yeah. Uh, I would not recommend any gaming laptop ever. Uh... I actually have a gaming laptop that, that's that's really, really good for not gaming on. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you even booted anything up on it? No, I've not even installed Steam on it because it's, it's, my, it's my work laptop and I don't I don't want to. I might do one day, but but it was like my uh, my Microsoft Surface, which wasn't a gaming laptop, but that lasted me eight years or whatever the fuck it was because I just used it for just work stuff. But uh, when I said the other day there were rumours that Jensen was artificially raising the price of the 40 series by keeping the 30 series at its higher price level, it wasn't a rumour. It was on an investment call that got leaked. Yeah, that was the bit that I spoke about, David, uh, earlier on. Um, like I said, there is evidence for it, air quotes, but I haven't seen this evidence or heard this evidence myself directly. So I'm commenting on speculation uh, and rumour, but not so much fact. It could be fact, but it's not fact that I have... Uh, uncovered for myself. I'm taking other things as gospel. So I had heard that 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 G, uh, Nvidia were artificially inflating pricing of graphics cards. I hadn't seen it myself though, um, or heard it myself. Uh, Gagad would concur about not getting a gaming laptop. I mean, it's not bad though. To be fair, a lot of the price you are paying gaming tax. If you get a gaming laptop, laptop, a lot of the time you are spending extra money because it says gaming on it. Um, that said. I've got a Lenovo Legion at the moment, which is fucking badass. And I got that off of a couple of other vouchers from other people that use it for work stuff, not so much gaming stuff. Gaming is the option if you want it. Um, and that is good shit as well. So you can get, you can often get a really good laptop that does everything your gaming laptop would do. It just doesn't have gaming in the title. There you go. Nice. E-buyer as well. E-buyer. Yeah, good one. Um, 
actually shared an eBay meme in the uh, Discord this morning. Nice. Uh, great purchase then. Uh, they weren't using Slack, were they? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no, possibly. Uh, okay, moving ahead then. Uh, so we've spoken about Iron Man, uh, the new game from EA. We've just been talking about GeForce RTX series graphics cards and how they're a little bit expensive. I mean, they, they are absolute units, absolute tanks. They will do whatever you need them to do, but they won't save your cash. Nice. Tell you what else will save your cash. FIFA, because you have to spend money on it now. This factual evidence that you have to. And I'm not talking any of the, the EA drama, loot crates, boxes and all that. No, we're actually having a good conversation today. Jordan Midler at VGC has the article which says, it looks like Ted Lasso could be coming to FIFA 23. Actor Jason Sudeikis posted images appearing to show him being scanned into the video game. It appears that Ted Lasso and AFC Richmond, the fictional football team from the TV series Ted Lasso, is coming to FIFA 23. In a tweet from the show's account, which EA's FIFA profile later replied to, an image appears to show actor Jason Sudeikis the process of being scanned for inclusion uh, in the game as a manager. In response to the tweet, the EA Sports FIFA account responded with the eyes emoji, suggesting that the fictional manager could be included in the game in some way. Uh, this lines up with the news last week that an eagle-eyed fan noticed that AFC Richmond was included in the list of clubs briefly listed on the FIFA 23 website. Ted Lasso follows the story of AFC. Do you know what? We don't need to go over the Ted Lasso story. It's a TV program that you should have watched by now. Yeah. Uh, but babe, we might lose you anytime, so I'll ask you quickly. Yep. AFC Richmond, yes or no? Absolutely. I'm, I'm very interested to see what the ratings of the players are going to be considering they have fictional characters rather than someone who's going to be playing in League Two. Like they've managed to fit Wrexham in there as a rest of the world team. Um, I don't know if it's like Pro Evo where you can actually move the teams into different leagues because um, that'd be quite interesting. So yeah, moving them into League Two and then moving them up. I don't know what the ratings of the players because it would be a bit of a piss take if like a lot of them were rated uh, the mid the mid to high 70s considering there's people and players in League 2 that are rated like high 50s, <laughs> early 60s. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what actually happens with this because I'd love to do a career mode. It's like create your own team. Yeah. But you're playing with the Richmond because it'll be licensed, um, obviously Ted Lasso in the dugout. It'll have all of the crests. It'll have the home and away kits. It'll... Jamie, I want the yeah, chance exactly. as well. Yeah, let's have some yeah. of that. Uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. So a couple of people in the chat have said, uh, who the hell is Ted Lasso? Uh, oh, wow. Te you don't know? God damn. Um, I'm assuming that was a joke, but it might not be, so I'll tell you anyway. Ted Lasso is an Apple TV series, and I think the fact that it's on Apple TV is where the barrier comes in. A lot of people don't have Apple TV, not as many as that have disney plus or netflix or whatever but it is genuinely an exceptional tv series the second season yeah. not as good as the first season but not bad um but the first season is is one of the the most best feel good tv series that you could you watch it and you just warm you just warm yeah. um but it's 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 a comedy drama based around uh an american who knows nothing about football, running a football club. Uh, so obviously it's the journey of him learning the job and football, and you learn with him. It's actually really good. Um, so if you have Apple TV, I definitely recommend watching season one and season two of Ted Lasso. It is, it is a good watch. Season two starts to get a bit more serious and stuff. But it's oh, yeah, they need to move the character development on, don't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, it's good. Uh, based on Chelsea. No, it was before that. Chelsea have based their uh, management uh, situation on Ted Lasso. Todd <laughs> Bowley's coming as a result of that. God damn. Uh, so, 
Yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's genuinely one of the best watches. The first season, especially, was one of the best watches that 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 I've had over the last couple of years. In terms of, it came out. I want to say December time. If not, I watched it in December time. So you're in that. It's cold and dark and wet. It's everything wintery, Christmas vibes. Everyone's just starting to be a bit nicer to each other, and you get this TV series. It was just like. Yeah, boy. Uh, mm-hmm. To the point where I remember me and Bibby, I think, were talking about it, and you was like, "Samantha's not asked in this in that in watching a football thing." And I was like, "Me and Danielle watched it, and Danielle watched it just as much as I did because it's not really about football or something." Like yeah, that. So, yeah. It's not like Dream Team. Do you remember that yeah. on uh, on Sky One? Dream Team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was Harchester Harch- United. Harchester, yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Ted Lasso could be coming to FIFA. This is a good crossover. This is good for FIFA. Um, and it's it's not even good for FIFA. This is this just shows you how switched on EAR and stuff like this. Because in, in in the end of the article, it mentions something along the lines of... Oh, no. no actually, no, it didn't. Bibby mentioned it. The fact that uh, Wrexham already exist. Okay, this has got cultural significance. Let's license this team and put them in the game via a different means. Uh this team doesn't exist, but it has cultural significance. Let's put them in the game via a different means. EA are understanding that, okay, we can start to dabble a little bit more. They've been doing quite a bit over the last few years. I remember seeing like DJ Mario as a Spanish FIFA content creator. I've seen some stuff in-game from him. I've seen uh, artists like Daily Render who create kits for content creators out there have their kits featured in game and multiple other brands and stuff have their kits featured in game so FIFA are really good at reaching out to the non-endemic gaming brands but endemic football brands and putting them into the game to reach new audiences which is which yeah. is a great move um and I'm all for it yes please I'll have some Ted Lasso I mean if we are doing any ICU uh Pro clubs, I expect us to be as AFC Richmond on the on the pitch. Let's go, baby! <laughs> yeah. Oh, not Philippa Foden. No. I mean, I mean the kits. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you could be Philippa Foden. I'll be a uh, Paulus Goals. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Andy Bruyne. I'm assuming Chappers went with my Cathu uh, example. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. brilliant. That. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was. I was pretty proud. I had another one that was quite. High, uh, quite. Oh no. Yeah. I was disappointed in your pronunciation the other day. Because I was chuckling oh. away. Uh, uh, I'd gone, oh, Sadio Mane, Sadio Womane. And you read it as Sadio Woman. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> woman? What the fuck's Woman? <laughs> Sadio Womane. There you go. Sorry, I, 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 I was trying to concentrate because you lot in the chat was coming up with all these different ones. I was the, the I could just see in my peripheral the chat going wild as I'm trying to play pro clubs, which is obviously you can't not take your eyes off it. So I'm like, Funny that. Funny. <laughs> Sadie Mane would have it. been smoother. No, it wouldn't. That's that's your mm. opinionized man, and it's wrong, mate. It says woman. It's it's the fact that it's rather than just going Roberta Carlos. Oh, it's another female's name. It was it was funny because it was a break from the norm. <laughs> there you go. That's where the humor is. Uh, I think it would have been more of a global hit if they tried to put uh, a Subasa based team in. I don't. <laughs> no, absolutely I don't. not. I, I did. I mean, I think Iceman is just a Subasa fan because he was talking about Subasa in the uh, Pro Club stream on the weekend as well. So not for me. Not for me. Bring Dream Team back. Yes, please. Yes, please. Nice. Um, yes. So yeah, if, for those that wonder why we, we, we've got Philippa Foden and all that, B- Bibby's character in, in clubs is uh, Philippa Foden because obviously mm-hmm. Philip Foden, uh, Phil Foden is player he likes so he's it's like rather than i'll be me or i'll make some stupid thing i'll just make a female version of my dude nice yeah so i was like okay well i'm gonna 
Paula's goals then, or Christina Ronaldo. Let's go. Um, and then it Eileen went on from Harland. there. Eileen Haaland, yeah. Who, who's it that said that one? That was a good one. That, that was, was me, one. that. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the humour is lost when you have to explain the joke. The joke didn't need explaining. Once we got the pronunciation right, the humour was there. <laughs> it's, it's not my fault if people just don't grasp grasp it. It's, yeah. I mean, Sadie Mane? Nah, that's just too... It's just too obvious. Sadie Womane? Let's go! There we go. So, there you go. There you go. Uh, okay, one final story then. We'll move back a little bit because uh, Itani mentioned that he's uh, just... Was, did he say that he got his Steam Deck arrived today or it was shipped today? Let me see if I can find it. Dispatch, it's been yeah. shipped. So there you go. Uh, Itani's Steam Deck has been shipped today. And if anyone else is looking at getting a Steam Deck, well, there was worries that you wouldn't get them in time for the end of the year. Well, don't worry about that as much now because Victoria Kennedy at Eurogame has the next article. It says, Valve is making an early start on Q4 Steam Deck reservations as it begins production estimates, uh, as it beats production estimates again. Uh, getting there bit by bit. Uh, okay, scrolling into the article then. For those of you still waiting to get your hands on one of Valve's portable Steam Deck PCs, there is good news. Valve has announced it has, quote, beat its own estimates yet uh, yet again thanks to increased production end quote uh, as a result it is now sent out its emails to those in the Q3 bracket of reservations and is now getting a head start on those in Q4. Quote, we've updated the stall page to reflect this with an updated bucket description. September to December, Valve wrote in its post. Um, this news follows on from Valve assuring its community that those Q4 emails, quote, were not a mistake earlier in the year. Meanwhile, if you are still not sure if the Steam Deck is for you, you can have a read of Digital Foundry's review. Yeah, okay, we'll leave that there. We don't need to go click into the other reviews and stuff. But if you were interested in picking up a Steam Deck for the end of the year, a few months back, there was worries whether you would even be able to do that. Now they're shipping them out early and they're clearing out the backlog. So if anyone is thinking, mm, maybe that's a Christmas present for me, which is something that I was thinking a few weeks ago, I opted against that. Uh, but if you, even at this point, Late September, you're thinking, oh, I'd like one, but I'm not sure I'm going to get it. It seems like it might might be on the on the cards. Uh, I would love one of these, but I know Bibby in particular would would love one of these. What are your thoughts on this, Bib? Yeah, amazing. Uh, again, it's is a product that's come to market that has delivered, I think, above expectations because there's more and more games that are being compatible with this, and it's just making. You've got the Nintendo Switch, which is a fantastic console. It does have a lot of limitations, but it does the job. This has just come in and I think has totally eclipsed uh, what the Nintendo Switch has set out to do in terms of the portability, being able to dock this system as well. Obviously, the game libraries are two completely different things, and there's, there's actual games available on the Nintendo Switch that isn't available on the Steam Deck, i.e. things like Fortnite. Um, but obviously, the Nintendo has the back catalogue of Super Mario and Zelda and all of that stuff. But in terms of taking your Steam library and being able to play it any way you want, unreal, mate. Like, this is... And the graphics just being so good, the battery life being fairly decent too. Like, it's the full package. And one day, I will I will be able to have one of these myself because I, Mark brought his in and I played, I played a bit of Slain on it, which, if you've never played that game, please play it. It's probably one of the best uh, soundtracks in video games. Incredible. Incredible experience. I was so happy that I managed to be, be able to play that game on it. So 100% want one. 100%. It's, it's, it's amazing because it's one of those things that I'm, I'm open to any console. I've got a Switch. Uh, I'm getting an Xbox. I've got an Xbox 
C1S downstairs and get the Series X. I've got PC. I'm open to any gaming system, but quite often you'll get them and it just just doesn't resonate, just doesn't ring true. And the Switch is that console for me. I've got a Switch, but I don't really use it. I will dig it out when I need to kind of whatever. It's, it's, it's my alternate option for gaming, which is what it was always going to be for me. And I thought the Steam Deck would be the same. Yeah, it's an alternate form of gaming. And then I played on Mark's Steam Deck, and just the way it feels, it feels fucking beautiful. Uh, it looks sexy, and the options that you have there, being able to play games from different systems, um, there's just so much that you can do for such a powerful device that it's definitely on my radar. So the fact that it's beating production estimates and is getting into people's hands a lot quicker is great. The only reason I'm not getting one this year, um, which I was chatting to Bib, I think I've mentioned, I might have mentioned it on stream before, is I had I actually put a, a a question in the Discord. Do I get a Steam Deck or a Series X? What do you guys think? And a bunch of people were leaning me towards the Steam Deck, apart from Tito, uh, who said get a Series S and an Air Fryer. So that that was a that was a welcome addition to the conversation. Bibby's gone. <laughs> I thought I thought he's just he's just stopped talking. No, he's he's actually just gone. Bye, Bib. Uh, so let me jump into this one whilst he's not there. We might as well just get rid of Bib. Uh, bye, Bib. Boop. Um, bring that back up as well. There we go. So yes, um, I opted to go for the series X. Uh, and the only reason I went for that, despite chatting it through with everyone in the Discord, most of the reasoning was in favour of me getting the Steam Deck. The only reason I didn't is there was a, a lot of groundswell in terms of Steam Deck has, as most portable devices do, issues with power consumption and power supply and long-term battery powering. You can, if you're playing it while you're Assing, uh, uh, revving the tits off it, basically paying it at full speed. All games, max FPS, good resolutions, high uh, sc uh, screen usage or whatever. You can get a couple of hours out of it tops. If you turn all that stuff down, turn your frames down, you can get a, a few more hours, four, five, six, maybe, I don't know, seven maybe. Um, but then there was all sorts of issues with power consumption and drain and not holding charge and stuff that have started to become apparent. And it got to the point where even Valve had openly said they are looking at power options for future generations of the Steam Deck, which made me think, is that one of those conversations where there will always be a future iPhone? And if you're always waiting for the future iPhone, you are never getting an iPhone. So do I do I get the Steam Deck now or do I wait and see if they do what the Nintendo Switch did and release like a, a 1.5 version. It wasn't even that. They just released a, a version with a better battery life. Um, do I do that? And I, I ended up doing that. I needed a Series X and I needed a Steam Deck. I've, I've gone for the Series X option rather than a Steam Deck purely because I know that the Series X is going to be badass. Uh, it gives me access to Game Pass and all that. And I have a PC already. I don't tend to need the Steam Deck that much. Bowser! Welcome in, Bowser. Thank you very much for drop, uh, dropping that raid. Everyone dropping in from Bowser's stream, how are you all doing? We're talking about Steam Deck right now. Uh, so, oh, oh, Bibby's back. Only audio, but he's back. There we go. Yeah, uh, I can't get onto the Discord. Like, the Wi-Fi on my phone's down, Wi-Fi on my laptop's down, the Ethernet cable seems to be working partially on, the, on Discord, so I can only access certain things. I think it's just going to keep on cycling on and off, if I'm being honest. Okay. Well, we'll just listen to you as the voice from the gods. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Carl Gracie, thank you very much for the follow. How were the games this morning, Bowser? You all good? Um, so, yeah, Steam Deck. For me, um, 
I have paused on it just because of the number of articles talking about power, the number of quotes, which could just be misrepresented quotes from Valve staff saying that they're looking at options for fixing that and, and, and adjusting that. Even the PlayStation. Right now, that we are on the third iteration of the PS5 console, and, and it's still just the PS5 because they've changed the way the gubbins works internally to try and improve... Um, like heat dispersion and all of that sort of stuff. I've sat on the Steam Deck for now, and I'll, I'll look at maybe getting it end of next year, and then just watch Itani and Mark with jealous eyes because I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> the fun. Uh, the, well, let me jump back up. Actually, there's a few more comments. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Not today. A couple of days ago, I ordered mine June twenty second, five twelve gig bond. June twenty second. So that's not bad then in terms of that. Obviously. That's a lot better than trying to get hold of a PS5. A lot of people still haven't got a PS5 right now, so that's not bad. Uh, Ted Lasso is just catering to the UK-US players. Uh, Subasta has the potential to cater for Japan, Western Europe, and Latin America. I get what you're saying, uh, <laughs> but I also Guess did a where Google. It cater to. <laughs> uh, me, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying, but I also had a look. If Captain Subasa, Rise of the New Champions, sells seven hundred thousand units worldwide. That's Captain Subasa's own game. Um, it's it's not necessarily the be- uh, the best stats to come into it. Whereas uh, I imagine AFC Richmond's adventures have been watched millions of times. I know that's watching versus purchasing a full price game, but it's 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 a solid buy into a game that is massively targeted at a Western audience. And Captain Subasa. Uh, isn't necessarily for the Western audiences. So in that sort of audience um, appeal... Okay, you are entirely... Uh, uh, My name is whoop, Optimus whoop, Prime. Whoop, 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 whoop. Moist. Nice. Thank you very much for 13 months, Lotus. I love you. I love you. Um, so yeah, in that sense, it would bring in an entirely new audience, potentially. Um, but it also... On the other hand, um, Ted Lasso brings in an audience that it's already familiar with. Uh, so you can speak to an audience that is familiar with the game, but maybe doesn't play it. Uh, so that's what they've gone for. I would go for the Ted Lasso approach for that audience validity. Um, I know it's basically you're speaking with a, a good old chunk of ethnocentrism, which which is 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 good for making people spend cash. Lotus, thank you very much for 13 months. I will see you tonight, boy. Um, where did we get to? The funny thing is, it plays Switch games better than <laughs> than the Switch does. Exactly. God damn. <laughs> I've seen that. It, play, it, it plays Switch games really well. I've seen, like, it's not supposed to have Game Pass or xCloud on it properly as an app, but you can do it through the browser stuff and then save that to your to your home screen or something. So it's pretty much just like having the app or something. I've seen people doing that sort of stuff too, which means it's fucking it's incredible. I definitely want one. I definitely want one. I'm just gonna sit and wait and see if they do anything with the power stuff. If not, then I'll just get one next year and then just miss out on the new versions. <laughs> uh, I'm getting it mainly to play PS2 and GameCube games. They're calling it the Emulation King. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a PC that's a controller. Yeah, it's built for emulation, 100%. Itani, have you seen the videos of the PS2 uh, portable that mods a legit PS2 uh, and isn't just an emulator? As in, so someone's like stripped out a PS2 and put that into a portable device? 12 Ed! Hello, motherfuckers! Hello, 
motherfuckers. Welcome in 12, how we're doing. Uh, right, quick raid run for me. Take care, Shaggers. Enjoy, Bowser. Thank you very much for the raid. I appreciate that. Uh, I was not taking Rise of New Champions into consideration. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I, I, for me, I, w I think it's, it's... What's the word? Horses for courses. Different horses, different courses, different situations. For me, Ted Lasso is the easy opt-in. People know it. Ted Lasso is in all the circles that FIFA exists. It's not necessarily about speaking to new audiences. While that will be a benefit, Ted Lasso is about staying relevant, staying on top of football conversations. People will and have been and probably will continue to speak about Ted Lasso as a top-level football thing. He transcends the video game market. Uh, uh, you see football gaming content creators talking about Ted Lasso. You see football creators talking about Ted Lasso. You see football fan pages talking about Ted Lasso. It's just it's just puts FIFA front and center everywhere again. We're talking about it now, so it worked. There you go. Nice. Um I'm so excited to play Tony Hawk's Underground on it. Just just give me a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one, which I have already got as the uh the giveaway free on PS Plus last month. Just give me that <laughs> again and I will continue to not play it. Like I'm fucking doing now, but anyway. Uh yeah it looks like a PSP. Okay I'm gonna open that one up in a new tab and I will watch that one after but for now we are going to wrap things up oh, oh, oh. i have a camera i can see the studio i can see a wild bibby hey we'll bring him back in just so we can wrap things up there he is i'll read bib he's muted i was just sat <laughs> over there at the pc waiting for it to uh come back again because i was talking and you couldn't hear me i was like oh fuck's sake it's going again isn't it <laughs> <laughs> It gone. But we got you back. That's all that matters. Nice. Yeah. Just in time to, to finish things up. So if, if anyone's just dropped in late, uh, maybe you came in with Bowser Stream. We have spoken about a few articles today. We kicked off talking about EA Motive working on an Iron Man game. We then spoke about the 40 series graphics cards that were announced by NVIDIA in their GeForce Beyond presentation yesterday. Then we spoke about Ted Lasso. He's coming to FIFA 23, or so it looks. And we finished up by talking about Steam Deck is ahead of schedule. Valve have started shipping their Q4 content consoles uh their q3 consoles already which means they were already starting on the q4 stuff and we're only mid-september nice good christmas presents early let's go bb uh, but that's us wrapping things up for now reminder that we will we'll, 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 nice we will be live from about 5 p.m today uh, there is a logic play stream uh taking place at 5 p.m today it's from the logic play event taking place in berlin there will be some new logitech devices announced and as astro partners uh, we are by proxy logitech partners so we're going to stream that too we are expecting a delivery whether that arrives in time for the for, for the stream tonight or not will, will remains to be seen if not if it's arriving for tomorrow we'll show you on tomorrow's scoop if not we'll show you whenever it arrives anyway so do feel free to join us from five it'll be a little bit of a, a just chatting let's see what's happening stream uh while, while we watch logi play and then we will transition into our usual chasing crates with mate stream from about half six ish uh maybe a little bit sooner depending on how quickly logi play gets through nice yeah. uh for now though i am going to wrap things up i say i am I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna chill and do not for half an hour. And I'm like, Bib is just done. God damn. Uh, yeah. Bib, would you like yeah. to uh, add any words? I would, Graham. Thank you very much to each and every single one of you that have joined us for today's episode of The Scoop. All the raids, all the subs, all your new follows. Appreciate it. One thing that I will say before we move into the last part of the show is uh, I don't know if any of you guys have noticed today, but we will be doing a charity stream this Sunday. Time is TBC. Um, it, it's meant to be 12 till Time 4. Time is not TBC. Time is constant. 
Yeah, time is constant. It's meant to be a 12 while 4, but I might be swapping the 8 while 12 because it's four hours and it's for Cancer Research UK as we look to try and raise as much money as possible. During a seven-day, yes, that's right, seven-day streamathon of Football Manager. So basically... There's one save that starts and then that save then gets passed on to the next person. Then they will play through that save. After four hours, they will then pass the save over to the next person. So I think there's about 35 creators all doing this over the next seven days, 24 hours a day. So we'll be sure to give you more information on that. Um, but my slot as it stands is definitely on Sunday, Shlop. but we're looking at 12, well, four. Maybe schlot. <laughs> My schlot. Um, so we're looking at that 12 well forward. I don't know what the state the team's going to be in the condition. It starts, I think, at midnight on Friday midnight. Saturday midnight, yeah. Zero, zero, or one <laughs> on Saturday morning, I think it starts. Um, so then by the time I get it, I think it might be close towards the end of the season. I'm not too sure, but I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get some good content out of that and raise a good chunk of money for Cancer Researchers UK as well. So whenever you see the assets going out on social media, please do feel free to retweet that. It'll be great to try and get as much money raised as possible. Um, but apart from that, you're here, to talk about, you're here to me to tell you about when our next episode of The Scoop is. And my friends, it will be at 10 a M ish. Nice. Tomorrow. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I did bring up the asset uh, from uh, FM Charity Stream at FM Charity Stream on Twitter. I brought up the asset there. Uh, I do want to mention one thing though. It says, mm -hmm. We've got Babinho joins the team. I'll read it out. I'll bring it back up. We've got Babinho joins <laughs> the team. Mike, also known simply as Bibby from Ice Cream Uploads, joined the team and will be cooling things down for us on Sunday, which led to. It's so strange, uh, strange seeing Bibby be called Mike from uh, Big Zombie Monkey in the replies. And everyone else was responding to our replies going, who is this Mike? Who's Mike? Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, a, it's a fellow I've known for a long time, a, long, a lot longer than making content on YouTube or Twitch and stuff like that. Way back when from the Blue Moon days when we used to play pro clubs at Blue Moon and stuff. So yeah, it's a long-standing friend. He obviously knew me as Mike and decided to go with Mike for whatever reason, despite having many different names, which I think he's managed to cram into one tweet. I've got five different names in there, so that's great. <laughs> I didn't just sneeze. You sneezed. Get away. Whatever. No, you sneezed. Yeah, goddamn. Um, do feel free to join that stream, though. If anyone hasn't watched Bibi playing football content, either uh, old school Pezzers or football managers, what usually happens, and I feel I'm, I'm, I've, I've seen this enough times to make this a statement now, is Bibi usually <laughs> celebrates a high moment, which is often followed immediately by a low moment. So, like, he'll <laughs> just about sign someone and they won't go through. Or he'll just score a goal and then he'll concede a late loser or something like that. Definitely worth a watch. If you want to see, do you know the German word Schadenfreude? Suffer, what enjoying in someone else's misery? Then, then feel free to watch <laughs> twelve to four ish on Sunday. Nice. Uh, but that is it from us, as mentioned by, uh, from. We'll be back at ten a.m. ish tomorrow with the scoop. Back from about five p.m. ish this evening with Logi Play and Chasing Crates with Mates. Lotus is in the chat. CCWM. Woo! Let's yeah. go. Uh, don't get fired this time, baby. Pro Club Sunday, baby. <laughs> I'll try not to. <laughs> um, and uh, Lake says, Berlin, how, highly recommend a visit. Yeah, me too. I also highly recommend that you guys jump into this raid. We are going to throw up a raid mm. as we throw up the end screen. We're not, we're, not, we're not sure who we're going to visit just yet, but we will visit yeah. one of our friends. It would be an absolute privilege for us if you could join us jumping into that raid and helping out another streamer on Twitch by just having adding a few views, dropping in, saying a few hellos. That's all you need to do. If you want to stick around, that's even better. But just dropping in, sailor, that would be great. And you get 250 sprinkles for your trouble, which is Ooh. lovely. Nice. From us, though, have yourselves a beautiful day. And Bibby says you should. 
always remain and stay frosty.